The following program is sponsored by Cecil & Sons Discount Tires and Tulsa Gas Tech. The opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. Welcome to Wheels with automotive experts from Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Tulsa Gas Technologies, your CNG expert, here to answer your questions about your car, truck, or SUV. To join the program, call 918-460-KRMG. That's 918-460-5764. Or you can text your questions to 95920. The Ask the Experts weekend rolls on with Wheels with Lloyd Boland, Troy Cox, Tom Sewell, and the host of Wheels, Denver Fox. Well, if you drive in Oklahoma, you've noticed this, and specifically in Tulsa, we're paying an average of $74 a month, a remarkable $74 a month, more than we did last summer for fuel. We'll see if we can save you some of that gas money on this edition of Wheels. Good morning. I'm Denver Fox, along with our gang here, Troy Cox with Cecil & Son Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Spopo. Welcome back. Good morning, Denver. Good to have you in studio here. And, uh, yeah, we're always talking to people, and we talked about it over the years, about saving fuel and ways to conserve your fuel. But now the gas prices kind of going up, and it jumped up again this week. Another yeah, it's dime. Just crazy. If, you know, oil goes up a few pennies, and uh, well, let's jack up the gas a dime a gallon. You know, so uh, one of the things though is uh, certainly uh, having tires that will uh, roll a little smoother on the road to save you some gas. Absolutely, keeping your tires properly inflated is a quick and easy way to make sure that uh, you're getting the maximum efficiency out of them. Uh, running them low not only hurts them in terms of tire wear makes them run hotter so they don't last as long but uh, also takes more energy to make them roll yeah so you know make sure you're at your properly in that's on your placard in your door we talk about it all the time you know just open your front driver's door up and there's usually a sticker right there inside that tells you what the recommended pressure is i have people tell me well i run five or ten pounds more because it helps them roll easier and maybe a little bit but it also makes them more vulnerable to impact and other forms of you know strike damage and if you are familiar with oklahoma roads you know impacts are an everyday deal so you know you don't want to massively overinflate that tire thinking you're saving pennies on gas to end up breaking a belt or damaging a sidewall on the tire when you hit one of our ever-present potholes it seems to me that in the last few years i don't see as many skeletons of tires laying on the side of the road where they just blew up and tore all to pieces i mean you used to see those fairly often are, are they manufacture them a little more safely a little better now is that the deal well i mean the quality is is improving with tires as it is with every product i mean we didn't used to think a three hundred thousand mile gas v8 engine life was reasonable and now with proper care you know ford chevy dodge with good care are getting that on the tire side, uh, one of the pluses of the tire pressure monitoring systems that were implemented starting in the early 2000s and were mandatory by 2007 is you've got a warning light. Now, a lot of people still ignore the warning lights just like they do their check engine light, and ultimately either one of those costs you usually a lot more than if you'd paid attention to it early. But uh, tire skeletons, as you put it, it's always an indication of, of a tire failure and, you know, 98 maybe 99% of tire failures are overheating. They either had too much weight or too little air pressure for the weight they had, 
and they overheated and came apart. If you've got a warning light staring you in the face going, it's low, you're a lot less likely to have a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Also with us here in the studio, the king of the Calpers, the uh, guru of the garage, and uh, the what, transmission whisperer. He's uh, Lloyd Boland. <laughs> I feel and like it. I've been doing a lot of it. When whispering yeah. uh, to yourself on some of those yeah, jobs. I do. That I do that occasionally. <laughs> yeah, it's a, Good morning. Um, Yeah, good morning. Also, the inventor of the PMOS headlamp restoration product that is out there. One of the things uh, that we talk about when you're uh, wanting to save gasoline fuel prices is uh, if you've got an old clunker car that just kind of doesn't really run that efficiently, it may be time to trade it in, get something a little more efficient. That's one more thing to do. Well, you know, it's not hard to make a decision about a car, really. It's all about numbers. Unless it's a special classic car or something, that's a different world. But if you've got a car that's maybe 10 years old and it's just worn out and you really just sit down and look and see what it's going to take to bring it up where you can drive it and not have to worry about it, it may make your decision real quick. And that's what you do, really. That's the way we deal with it. But it, some people really like a car and it's worth it. Well, it's okay to do that. It, I mean, it's your money either way, but... When you look at it like that, and that's the only way I know to look at it, it's just cold cash. Well, yeah, and, you know, you want to drive something that you enjoy driving, yeah. too. You want something yeah. that's comfortable and maybe has some of the features that you want, and it may be time to upgrade. It may be time to find some something that uh, gets better mileage and also has a few other bells and whistles on it. Yeah, and it there's plenty of them out there now, and it's competitive business. It is. It is. Even in the lower-end cars now, but the lower-end cars, lower price, are getting scarce. That market way. Is that right? It is. It, wow. It seems to be because the, I don't know what, it seemed to happen when they did the crush thing. A lot of things changed at that time. Took a lot of cars off the road. But it. I don't know, there's so many things anymore to check when you buy a car, uh, especially if it's a, maybe a car that's four or five years old, check and see what it costs to repair some of the things that's going to happen because some of them can be astronomical. And the other thing is changing so quickly, and I know Troy's seeing this a lot just like everybody is, but the, the day's coming and it's on the way when repairing cars is getting increasingly more difficult and the parts are getting more expensive. It's, it's, going, it's, it's, it's speeding up even. Well, it's kind of a trend in a lot of things yeah. nowadays. I was investigating buying a you know a new uh, power washer, let's say for example, yeah. and recently, and I I talked to our friend Jerry over day one. I said, hey, I'd like to buy a new power washer. I'm going to get a big one. And he says, you know, think about this for what you use. If you could buy a new cheaper one and replace it every few years, it'd be saving a lot more money than if you bought a good one. And then you, it, when you do have to have it repaired, it's, yeah. you know, $75 an hour for a certain, you know, and a normal charge and things. And I said, you know, you're right. You're right. But rather than, and we're becoming a more disposable world is what I'm saying. And that's the same with, even with cars now, it's apparently. Happening. Oh it yeah. Is. I mean, even a decade ago, we didn't think anything about, you know, pressing ball joints in and out. And so many vehicles now with the control arm or if it is pressed in it's pressed in as that folded metal control arm is built and it's almost impossible to get it loose without because we don't have the big massive jigs that the assembly line does you know to hold that entire assembly to press it in and out and you end up with a buckled control arm Uh, so that's why most of the parts companies aren't even servicing for that type of system 
the separate ball joints. They want to sell you the whole control arm too, because again, the way it's designed, it's really not field serviceable, and uh, it's yeah. just becoming a bigger and bigger part of the repair equation. Yeah, that's that's kind of that was a trend really, and like computers, uh, for years, uh, you it's easier just to get a whole new system after a while. You got a brand new system with the later technologies and later uh, new warranties and things. So that applies to really anything you buy, appliances or anything. But it's kind of this trend in just you know what what everything's going to now. Yeah, you know, with front end front wheel drive cars, the they've got it now where the motor, the suspension, everything about it's part of the integrity of the car and part of the strength in the whole car like if you have a wreck. It's not like they used to be. They've they've changed so much in design. They've done well and they're making progress. But what he's talking about is really becoming prominent and it's it's one of those things that you just have to explain to people. That's the way they build them, and we can't control that. Yeah. 7.15 here on Wheels. Let's go live now and in living color to our remote broadcast. Uh, Tom Sewell with Tulsa Gas Technology is poolside up in Branson, Missouri this morning. <laughs> Tom, how's that water feel down there? You kind of dangling your feet in the water inside the pool? Oh, it's really nice. I've just got my feet in it. Everything else is out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, if you're wearing a swimming suit and all that, don't describe that. <laughs> no, I have jeans on. <laughs> right. So what's gasoline cost up there in Branson now? It was um, in the 260s, 264, 265, something like that. We gradually had gas down to uh, what was it? What did it get down to? Maybe two fifty, two forty nine, or two forty nine, something. Think. I think yeah. it was, and then oil sort of creeped up a little bit. It went up to what sixty five, sixty six dollars a barrel, and they said, "Oh, let's let's jump it up a dime here." So they, <laughs> it's it went up again this week. And I was just looking, uh, Tom. I think it's like sit back down to sixty four dollars a barrel, but strangely enough it hasn't dropped that dime it's there staying up there right now but but well, it always uh, makes that swing you know it's the traditional wheels car wheel show uh swing they that's wait right. on our show to make their decision that is true uh one of the uh ways to uh have a way to save gas we were talking about saving gas uh, price on gas is uh, to have a compressed natural gas vehicle which you convert uh, many of the more popular models too do it all the time been doing it for years and it was so it's so effective and it saves the city of tulsa tens of thousands of dollars a year because they use uh, city vehicles as well as uh, buses and what have you uh, on compressed natural gas and it's just a much cheaper cleaner burning fuel oh yeah like right now the retail price they're saving over a dollar a gallon so if you think about a big refuse fleet you know, they could use 3,500, 4,000 gallons a day. So start running those numbers, you know, when you're working six days a week or, you know, a big concrete company. It doesn't take long, and it, the money piles up very fast. It does. And, uh, of course, if you're interested in getting a vehicle converted or maybe a fleet of vehicles, it's, it's really very effective, like you said, if you've got multiple vehicles, if you have a work fleet, but even just people who want to drive around, uh, it's you. Did you drive your CNG vehicle up to Branson? Yep, I drove all the way, and I'll actually get fuel in Springdale, Arkansas, on my way home, and I'll, this trip will be one hundred percent CNG. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Tom, I wish you uh, could have been here today. This is our final show from our temporary studios, which we've been at for a year and a half now. <laughs> and uh, we're actually going to, just a little later today, they're going to shut things down here and move everything down the hall and uh, make the big switch. So we're one of the final, final, final shows here. Yeah, and this building's so big, you say down the hall, that's like <laughs> Yeah, it's quite a trek. It's a long ways. Uh, when you walk all the well, way down the back, it's... We've got our own garage mahal down there. We do. Yes. When, I, when I run down there and run back, I say, well, this is like when people walk the malls. You know, it's like it's that big. You know, it's got this this facility we're in right we're gonna now. We're going to have a lift in our area, aren't we? I need one of those little rascal scooters, I think, to get me down, there, <laughs> down the hallway and then back. But anyway, it's uh, it's final show here, so it's kind of uh, kind of a big deal here. We'll, we're going to we're probably going to trash the studio, I think, when we get done here. We got to be fun. Yeah, we'll. Uh, you spray paint our names on the wall or do that guy because we're probably not going to get our deposit back anyway on this room i don't think so <laughs> i wouldn't think so, so anyway we're tom will uh hang on the line there and we will uh but as a result of moving things down the hall we are actually they moved the phone lines apparently we can't seem to find our listener line so if you've been trying to call us on our listener line uh, you'll probably just get a busy signal because they haven't really uh, incorporated that. This is part of the move, I guess. So if you have a question for us, you can text us at nine five nine two zero, and we and got I'm some. Loving the first text. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got a text message. We'll get to that coming up here in just a few minutes. It is seven twenty. This is good weather to put the top down. Just go cruising around on the. On this nearer the first day of uh, summer, which is coming up later on this week, seven twenty, and we have. Uh, Partly cloudy skies and 79 degrees. You're listening to Wheels on News 1023 KRMG. Good morning. It's 723. Back with Wheels. I'm Denver Fox, and we're talking about, uh, you know, all the fluctuating gasoline prices that are out there, and drivers are trying to get the most out of every tank of gasoline and got some fuel saving tips that we're going to be giving out through the show today some little tricks maybe some maintenance checks you can do and one of the big things you can do is maintenance as we've been talking about just in general and you can get full vehicle care and fleet maintenance from Tulsa Gas Technology and this is just one less thing you have to worry about I have to deal with because Tulsa Gas Tech does your record keeping and now you think well that's just for commercial people but tom uh tulsa gas tech and uh, if you know the last time you had your transmission service the last time you rotated your tires uh that's very helpful to have just as an individual oh you betcha i mean if you have two or three vehicles in your personal fleet it is a mess keeping up with all that stuff so it's really easy just to let our computer do it um we, we don't nag you about it but we will inform you you know this transmission services do or the front end or whatever you got to have done we always talk to you about it we don't push uh, we're not trying to sell our guys aren't on commission like a lot of shops are um, so we just try to take care of you and you notice all of those things that may cause you to lose fuel efficiency and you say well you need to have a new um, you know new plugs or new tires or whatever it needs you you can analyze those things and say you know this will help you get much better mileage if you do some of these things as well as keep from having to break down out on the road you betcha because that's the worst thing and you guys were talking about lights of cars like in our company fleet we have our road trucks and we have our local trucks and we make those decisions on what it's going to cost to repair and maintain those vehicles and 
we help people through that process. Yeah, it's good good information to have there. Get more information at TulsaGasTech.com. It's on our wheels page at krmg.com. All right, 725. And, uh, Troy, I know you're a big Mustang fan, and it's the 50th anniversary of the Ford Mustang uh, Bullet. And uh, they've got a bunch of – you've maybe seen some Mustangs around town. I've seen some of them driving around. They had a big parade, I think. Was it Thursday or Friday? Down? Yeah, it would have been the opening of the Mid-America. Yeah, they, they drove them uh, downtown, from downtown out somewhere. And then uh, it's the Mid-America Ford and Shelby meet. And this is where you can see some really cool Mustangs. Absolutely. I mean, it's a great event. Uh, typically Thursday, Friday, they're drag racing. Saturday is usually the Motor Speedway. And then, of course, tomorrow is the static display out at the Marriott at 71st and Lewis. Just a, mm-hmm. amazing cars. Um, you're going to see stuff that was, of course, racing, but you're going to see a ton more of people's pride and joy. You're going to see uh, typically some uh, restored stuff, a lot of resto mods, and uh, just really, really cool. If you're into you know hot rods, muscle cars at all, uh, even if you're not a huge Ford fan, just the range of vehicles you can see out there that uh, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon is amazing. Yeah, it really looks nice. Got a text message at 95920. Uh, just returned from California. And they say regular unleaded there. Regular unleaded was three sixty nine a gallon. Ow. That's uh, <laughs> California, $3 gallon gasoline has been fairly common for quite a while out there, though. Yeah, you're starting to see some kickback, though, because that, among other things, they've ratcheted taxes up. And, um, yeah. you know... There's a limit to how much blood you can squeeze out of that turnip. That is true. And there's some people who are saying the the tax that they're going to put on gasoline here, which if everything stays like it should, will be going into effect, I think, in July, if, if I'm recalled. But uh, they'll start collecting additional tax money on your gasoline. But uh, anyway, um, that's... Uh, you know, most of us, if we're talking, you know, three cents, six cents, and it actually goes into the roads wouldn't kick a fit about it yeah but yeah. you know our state government and not to single them out because government in general is best at being inefficient and squandering resources but yeah the boys and girls in oklahoma city aren't covering themselves with glory on any of this yeah yeah and there's people kind of against that as well 728 now we got the latest news from our 24-hour fox news center next on krmg Day of summer coming up this next week and uh, longest day of the year. So put the top down and crank up the radio and go cruise and have some fun and uh, make sure you have a good oil change on your far- car while you're out driving around too. And Tulsa Gas Technology has their own synthetic oil that keeps your motor running a lot longer. It's SynPro Oil. And I've used it in my car and in my truck. It is 100% synthetic oil, which is optimized for high performance and even for the alternative fuel engines. And you got special oil just for about any kind of vehicle that you need that is synthetic, and it'll really work well, Tom. You, you betcha. We have a base additive that we can put and do any kind of vehicle from power steering fluid to the rear end grease, uh, transmission fluid. I mean, we, we take care of it all. Yeah, and that's Tulsa Gas Technology. They, they use it on all the, your uh, fleet maintenance there. 
Get more information on our wheels page at krmg.com. It's 7.37 on this Saturday morning with wheels. Got a couple of uh, text messages. Let's get to them now here. We've uh, someone, This is someone that uh, texted us, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago, maybe? Yeah, a couple of weeks. It was a week before last, Some, I believe. Says they figured out how to fix the fuel gauge on their Mitsubishi. He'd called in having problems. It, was, it mm-hmm. wouldn't quite fill up. And then it emptied yeah. early or something like yes. that. So it was it was not calibrated right. And they ask us about it, and he says he just bought a new Buick Encore. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to fix it. Well, sometimes that's a good way to do it because sometimes just getting out of a car will change your whole life. Yes, it will. <laughs> sometimes you get in a newer car and you say, yeah. "Hey, I like this fuel gauge much better than my old one." So and your stress level lowers considerably. True, and especially yeah. if it's a vehicle where you've had a, it could even be a series of minimal issues that individually are not that big a deal. And if you told someone, well, I've had X and Y, and they look at you and go, well, that's not a big deal. But they don't know the backstory. You've had X and Y after having A through you know, W, <laughs> and he's like, I'm done. <laughs> yes, yes. It just gets frustrating sometimes. Here's another text message at 95920, and we're relying on your text messages uh, this morning because our uh, listener lines have uh, gone on tour, actually, this morning. They've gone down the hall. Uh, they've got a 2007 Chevy three-quarter ton diesel. The check engine light is on. It says, saying EGR system. Can you tell them exactly what and what that is and how soon should you have it serviced? I don't know if you can tell exactly without – there's bound to be some codes in it, so you'd have to look at that. It could be what controls the EGR. It could be the valve itself. Usually, as a as a rule, it'll be whatever controls the valve, and that would be a sensor, in other words. And that'd be probably the place to go. But the best thing to do, the parts are so expensive on those. The best thing to do is get it checked, or get a book and real read how to check it exactly and be sure. Yeah, I, I saw an ad on TV the other day about it was advertising that you can buy your own car computer now and you could get those codes and fix stuff yourself and I you thought, can and you sure get in trouble <laughs> you spend a lot of money buying a lot of the wrong parts and uh troy i know you guys uh see that all the time come in they'll come in with a code and they think they know what the problem is and that may be just an indicator right i mean it's it's a clue but it doesn't solve the mystery shaggy yeah is, is you know the kind of thing we're fighting <laughs> Thank here you. it just um you know if it says <laughs> if you say for example i've got a bad o2 sensor it may even tell you it's you know bank one zone one so you know it's the one upstream of the cat and it may be a bad o2 sensor but it also may be start you know, early signs of a head gasket leak because, of course, antifreeze will kill uh, an O2 sensor. You could have a injector misfiring and dumping too much raw fuel down there. You could have a spark plug misfiring or spark plug worn. I mean, we pulled a set out a week or so back that the electrodes were totally worn down to the porcelain insulator. I have no idea how this vehicle was still running. Now, it wasn't running good, mind you, but it was still running. And they were supposed to have changed those plugs like 40 plus thousand miles earlier. And the customers going well i just assumed all plugs went 100,000 well not all cars will run plugs 100,000 miles and there are some trucks out there that you know 16 plugs uh, v8 hemis some model years you know 25 30,000 miles is where you're supposed to change those stock plugs hmm. and uh, you know if you don't if you run them 50 60 plus thousand miles you get into often misfire issues and if you run them out to 100 we've seen some that even started killing coil packs it's just uh basic maintenance and as part of what we've been talking about this morning you'll lose fuel efficiency absolutely um 
keeping your vehicle maintained. Factory recommendations are not, in general, designed to create an income stream for the dealerships. The factory recommendations are to keep the car running as efficiently as possible so you're happy with the product and they hope buy another one when you get ready to do so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were just starting at the top of the show talking about Tulsans are paying an average of $74 more a month than they did a year ago, but it doesn't seem to be deterring a lot of people from uh, their travel, you know, travel plans if you're driving uh, you know, in the car around the country for your vacation. They're too busy to pay attention to it. Well, I really so. believe that plays into it. I, people are so busy, they just don't even pay attention to hardly anything. But they're noticing the higher yeah. gas prices. Yeah. They are thinking, let's see if we can stretch yeah. this out a little bit, save a little bit of money. So anyway, we're giving you some of those tips this morning. One of the While you're out on the road, while you're vacationing, one of the most unexpected and unnerving driving experiences is a tire blowout and something as small as you know it could be just a nail in the road or something like that it can cause this and it's any time when the air basically escapes at a very rapid speed that's a blowout right there mm -hmm. according uh, uh, to, to some of the experts some of the five causes of blowouts are under inflation under load uneven tire wear damage and just a defect in the tire too yeah, I and mean, that last one's going to always be possible as long as human beings are involved in the process. But, I mean, the actual defect rate is microscopically low compared to the number of tires that are just killed by abuse or neglect. Yeah, and, and I think blowouts seem to be on the downside. You, you tell me what you were saying, Troy, since the implementation of tire pressure monitoring systems. Right, because it tells you when it's getting low. I mean, it with the old system you know you might notice your car is getting a little wallowy starting to feel odd but in oklahoma with crosswinds you might just put it down to that and the tire gets low enough to come apart uh, they just overheat rapidly when they get underinflated, and once you get past about 250 260 degrees internal temperature you know that's where the construction components of the tire actually start losing integrity and failing so um if you've got a warning light on your dash, you're a lot less likely to have that surprise you. You may ignore it and ruin a tire anyway, but it's not like you didn't know something was happening. Yeah. yeah. Now, Troy, when you hit a road, a hole in the road, let's say it's two foot wide and three foot deep, <laughs> should, should you have your tires checked? Very typical. <laughs> yes. You know, an average pothole in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yes. Anytime you've had a serious impact, and when I say serious, you go, ouch. Uh, I mean, you know when you've hit something hard. Look at your tire, look at your wheel. If you can visibly see that the lip of the rim is no longer smoothly curved, um, if you see any kind of bulge or knot in the tire, get it checked out immediately because you've hurt something. Um, if there's no visible damage, you're probably okay, but if you can make a note of it, at the next rotation or next service, when the car is up on a lift where both sides of the tire can be seen easily, or better yet, when they can put it on a balancer and spin it and see it roll, you know, that's the time to do a better check. All right. Uh, blowouts, though, I want to talk a little more about blowouts, though. It's, it's an obvious thing that happens if you hear a pop or, you know, you're going to or one side of your car is going to drop down. That's that's a pretty good sign there. If it's a front tire, you're going to hear a flapping sound, and the steering wheel could jerk from you know from your hands actually. And a back tire may be less dramatic, but both situations should should be handled the same. And Tom, you're a race car driver. I thought I'd ask you about this. Maybe you've had a blowout while you were racing, even at a high speed. The last thing you want to do is jam on the brakes, especially in traffic. Isn't that right? 
Oh, you bet. Because it's gonna if you jam the brakes on and lock up the tires, and you don't have that one tire, it's gonna turn with a grip, and it's gonna send you in an uncontrolled, you know, driving pattern. And that's your first reaction. Your gut reaction is to hit the brakes, of course. But it's to gradually slow down and get off the road, get out and start signaling, hey, i got to get out of here. i got to get off the road. got to get into the right lane and, and get someplace where we can shut this thing down slowly and safely. Yeah, I mean, stabbing that brake may be your first reaction, but it's only slightly less dangerous than answering truthfully, does this make me look fat? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so get off to the side of the road signals and uh, once the car is safely off the road and uh, call for assistance get some help and right just coast down just you know hold the steering wheel straight don't panic let off the gas if you're on cruise turn it off coast to the side of the road as you pointed out signaling those things are not optional they're mandatory equipment for a reason yes let the folks know what you're doing absolutely but, you know coast to the side of the road if the tire's ruined it's ruined um, don't lose control over hey maybe I can save the tire I mean, it's a conversation we've had before. You know, if you've got a flat on a dark road with no shoulder, you're better served long run from a safety standpoint to limp it to a place where you've got some light, where you've got a shoulder. And even if you're in the tire, you know, you can replace a tire. We can't replace you if you're in traffic and someone on that dark road hits you. Oh, yeah. Like happened, you know, earlier this week in Tulsa. Yes, exactly. That was one of the reasons I'm bringing this up, because if you're fixing a flat yourself, you need to make sure you're a safe distance from traffic. Uh, a tragic story just a few days ago where uh, a young girl pulled, didn't really didn't have any place to go. I saw a, vi a picture of it, and it was, she was still in a lane of traffic. It was a two-lane road, and she just kind of stopped, put on hazard lights, called for help, and her uh, aunt i think came a relative that was in town they were in town for a funeral as a matter of fact and uh, mm. now wow they she pulled up and was trying to help and, and someone just didn't see her i guess and hit her and it was a fatality pedestrian mm. accident as well you know it's late at night and flashers you know they're good don't get me wrong but you can buy and, and many of us grew up with seeing our dads or grandfathers have flares in their trunk to set out um, i don't know that i'd want to carry those now but for you know, 15, 20 bucks, you can buy these little hockey puck looking flashing LEDs that are just incredibly mm -hmm. bright and they're just magnetized. You just set them on the roof of your car. There's no thing, no such thing as too much light when you're on the side of the road, especially if you can't get out of traffic. And as exhibit A, cop cars, B, fire trucks, yeah. you know, yeah. they have lots of lights so you can see what's, you can see them there. You can't miss them. Or utility vehicles that are parked working on uh, the lines or utilities. Uh, they've got these little, they'll put cones out, they'll put all kinds of triangles out, anything to kind of get your attention to say, hey, don't don't run into us here. And yeah, no, that's another example. Even if you don't want to spend 20 bucks for one of these little flashing LED pucks, you can buy the triangles that fold and snap and have little, you know, stands on them. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say I saw those at one of the, uh, you know, economy tool stores, I forget which one, it was a three-pack for like nine ninety-nine. Yeah, that's cheap, cheap investment there. Well, they estimate that about eleven thousand tire-related accidents happen every year, so tire upkeep is is essential. And uh, as we preach every week, tire pressure—that's one of the big things to keep keep an eye on, especially with the heater, uh, the heat, the weather heating up. I should say. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you might get away driving a low tire a longer distance on a thirty or forty degree day. Uh, but, you know, when it's 90, 100 out there, yeah, you don't have much, much margin. Yep. 749, we are cruising. 
into our final show here in our temporary studios at KRMG. Be down the hall next week for our Ask the Experts weekend. And it is 749. You're listening to Wheels. here on the Saturday morning. You know, it doesn't take much for a pickup or a trailer to have a weight rating of more than 10,000 pounds, which means you fall under those USDOT rules and regulations. Both trucks and trailers have to have annual inspections, all kinds of uh, work done on it to bring you up to standards. Uh, the sn- up gets you really where you're going to be legal to be on the road. And uh, Tom, you guys at Tulsa Gas Technology have really gotten into this. You've got a free booklet people can download for free off your website that will the brief information, basic things you need to know. But you guys will help keep all the paperwork and everything done to make sure that everyone is meeting those uh, DOT rules and regulations. We sure do. And you like you. That he was talking about those uh, markers. It's required in a commercial vehicle to have uh, markers when you're on the side of the road. And we help you with all that. Uh, and we provide the record keeping that's required by the DOT. So there's a lot involved with it. And it's right on our website. Uh, there's a DOT compliance button. You can click and download it. All right. So you're going to just kind of lay back and take it easy and uh, up there and uh, while you're dangling your feet in the pool there in Branson? Yes, I'm doing a lot of wife maintenance right now. <laughs> <laughs> maintenance is life. Life is maintenance. That's a tat. That's yeah. true. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. you got fleet maintenance. He's got wife maintenance. I like, I like that. That's very good. Hey, people want to get information and talk to you about uh, compressed natural gas or about the Simpro oil or the, the fleet maintenance, any of the, the things we've talked about today, they can give you a call uh, at Tulsa Gas Technology anytime. What's your phone number, Tom? It's 918. 918- Six six five two six four one. If I'm not there, I got twenty two people that can work you through. I'm building a station up in Wichita right now, so I'm in and out of Tulsa. Still working on that station up there, boy. There's just more and more of those uh, becoming a, a thing now, and so uh, good deal. We're gonna let you go, but have a safe trip back and enjoy your time off. Thank you. All right, Tom Sewell, Tulsa Gas Technology. Seven fifty five. Got a real quick uh, question here. Someone heard us. Uh, Talking a little bit earlier about Restobond, Restomod. Is it Restomod? Yeah, yeah Restomod. Yeah, they want to know exactly what that means. You, you were saying that earlier, Troy. You yeah, used that. Uh, generally it refers to a car that has been restored uh, cosmetically and at least externally to uh, stock or close to stock looking appearance, but the car's systems have upgraded. It may have, you know, had a gone to a fuel injected mode or may have gone to a different transmission, may have had upgraded brakes. I mean, my 65 Mustang is a very mild Restomod because I've put a late model overdrive transmission in it. Um, we've uh, improved the suspension to get me better handling, uh, gone to bigger tires and wheels to get me better handling, uh, upgraded cooling systems. Uh, added air conditioning, you know, stuff that wasn't stock on it to make it a more comfortable, more fun car. So that's a very mild restomod. Some of the ones get really wild and out there. Yeah. But in, in general, it's that break between a full custom and a full stock restoration. 
Something that uh, Tom offers with his, as far as fleet maintenance with Tulsa Gas Tech and something you offer at both of your locations of Cecil & Sons Discount Tires is uh, the PC41 Plus headlamp restoration, uh, the product that Lloyd invented and uh, has now. And you can sell the kit or you do the product uh, application right there in your store. Absolutely. We've got the consumer kits in stock at all three locations. Happy to sell them to you. You know, a warm weekend like this, it makes a great, you know, garage or parking lot project if you can get in a little shade, of course. But uh, the product just works and works so well. Yeah. Cecil and Son Discount Tires, if you want to get your tires checked out, just uh, go in and get some advice even. That's a great place, a great resource. Uh, you're in Sepulpa, as I said, your two locations in Sand Springs. You're open to 3 today. Yep, 7.30 to 3 on Saturdays, 7.30 to 5.30 weekdays. All right, guys, next weekend. Don't come here. We won't be here. Down the hall. Go down the hall, all right? (laughs) Have a good weekend. The news is next on KRMJ.